Grit Backstories with two grit mates, Peter and Dave on the CEO Huddle. When I was a little girl, just about 21, my mom says if you get a man, you better get a gun, cause he'll do you good and teach you right to the day that you are with. Then he'll stay drunk and gone all night and beat you till you're dead. You better learn business in the back barrel. Learn which way to heart that gun. Learn the business in the back barrel. Just gone down the time you can run. So, tis that time again. It is the CEO Huddle 2.0. Hello, great mate. How are you? I'm all right. Good week. Yeah, not bad. Busy one, getting there. But we've got a special guest today. Very special. On the CEO Huddle 2.0, brought to you by... Millionaire Magazine and Millionaire.live. Tis the CEO Huddle 2.0, Dave and Pete, and a very special guest too. But first, great mate, we're on. We're good. We're back. We're, we're good to go again. Yeah. And people have been calling me, texting me, WhatsApping me, saying, are we falling out about battling over our sponsor? It's all kicking off out there. And our sponsor is? Millionaire.live. Yeah. Millionaire Magazine. Can you hear the voice in the background? <laughs> Millie joins us from Millionaire.live, Millionaire Magazine. Millie, welcome to the huddle. Hello. How are you? How are you both? I'm well. Nice to be back. Yeah. It's great to be back. Great mate. <laughs> You've tried to keep myself and the good Millie, her ladyship million of Millionaire magazine, yes, indeed. apart for so long you failed. I did fail, yeah, because yeah. you sent an invite without me knowing. <laughs> well, you okay. see, you see, greater things happen <laughs> in the back room, mate. Greater things happen. But Millie, it's great to have you on. And it's Thank great, you for having it's, me. It's, it's great to have your motoring uh, editor on as well. <laughs> uh, it's basically, Oh, and it's great to have the dog on. <laughs> Yes, sorry. What's she called? Lulu. This Lulu. Lulu. Lulu, yes. Am I doing all the talking here, great mate? Are you going to talk? No, you're doing good. So, um, yes, our sponsor is here. And uh, so, technically, our boss. Mm. So, we should behave ourselves this week, shouldn't we? Indeed, we should. Well, uh, best best behaviour, Bib and Tucker, and all that sort of thing. Yeah. (laughs) And Millie and I met. We met a friend of a friend and, you know, a little bit like you and I. So I always think that you meet people um, throughout your life. Yeah. And there's, there's a reason why you, you stay in touch with certain people, isn't there? You and I met 20 odd years ago. That long. And we met and I've met lots of people since mm. and they come and go. But you and I have, have throughout all the different things we've done, have stayed in touch. And, and here we are. And it almost seems like fate. I met Millie. And we we can't, one of those times where you just have an instant connection. Yeah. So she's a she's a top top lady, and we'll no doubt oh, hear us <laughs> hear her story. Are, are you buttering up the sponsor, great mate? I'm just, I'm just doing my bit. Aren't I? <laughs> Come on then, tell us about this chance meeting. How did it happen? Uh, a yes. friend a friend of a friend, wasn't it, Millie? And um, yes, it was. They told me about uh, the magazine, which I thought was amazing. And um, then I did a, Millie invited me to do a little piece on, mm-hmm. on um, what inspires me, which I did. And we kept yes. in touch and then we chatted. And, um, and we've got a kind of ongoing dialogue, haven't we? Millie, we... I, I tend to send messages on WhatsApp. And <laughs> Millie yes. sends voice messages. Voice messages, which are class. always. <laughs> they're, they're, <laughs> abs- they're absolute class. <laughs> 
<laughs> and the, the, the problem is, when I try to do a voice message on WhatsApp, it either sends when I don't want it to, <laughs> or I delete it when I take my finger off. So Yeah, so I don't get any message. <laughs> yeah, so... So I, I tend to just keep the old uh, texting going. I feel your pain, great mate, because uh, one of my suppliers mm -hmm. in China, they do everything by WeChat, but they don't just use the text option. They use the voice option. Yeah. Uh, and I'm yes. forever getting sent these messages, these voice messages. So I, I was once taught by a man far better than I that you should always respond to somebody in the same way they came to you. So if somebody sends you a voice message, send them a voice message back. If somebody emails, send them an email back. So I yeah. had to master the voice messages pretty quickly. Yeah, maybe I should Maybe <laughs> I should do that with Millie. But though. not in Mandarin, I, I can assure you. <laughs> no. Ni hao. That's Ni, all I can say. Ni hao. Ni yeah. hao. And gong si fa chai. They're the only two phrases I know. Yeah. So Millie, <laughs> tell us the story of the magazine. This is what we want. We want the story yes. of the magazine. Because Peter's told me a tale that I just don't believe whatsoever. Uh, so I need the truth. <laughs> the truth is <laughs> um, I started Millionaire. Um, oh, yeah, sorry. You want it from the start. Um, I was on a plane. <laughs> so it <laughs> is back, true. Coming back from Thailand. Oh, I love it. And I was, um, I'd finished working for a big fashion house and I was sort of like in between jobs trying to figure out what I was going to do next. And um, the, I had a whole load of magazines with me um, and I had my iPad with me, my iPhone with me. And then when you sat on the plane, you've got your champagne, you've got all your food. And I just didn't have any room to start reading my magazines. So I thought, oh, why didn't I download a magazine onto my iPad before I left? So I was gutted about that. So I thought, why don't I just, you know, I'm a web designer. I uh, look after social media. Um, I've been doing it for like 12 years now. And I thought, why don't I just design my own magazine? <laughs> as you do. So, yeah. as you do. So, because I, I mean, I'm, I'm into fashion. I love luxury. I've been um, buying Vogue magazine since I was about 10 years old. So, really into fashion. And um, so, I was on my iPad, my iPhone, designing with all these apps. And, um, probably spent about 10 to 11 hours designing everything um, until my phone and my iPad ran out of battery. And then I just thought, oh, I wonder what I should call it. <laughs> and obviously my name is Millie and I wanted to, you know, synchronise it with a bit of luxury as well. So I was up in the air and I thought, why don't I call it Millie on Air? And that was my little live bulb moment. Genius. <laughs> 35, Isn't that genius? 35,000 feet up in the air. <laughs> I, now, I now have to lower my gaze towards my great mate opposite me because he told me that tale and I went, no, it's not true. Can't yeah. be true. It's too good a story true. to be true, isn't it? Take over the show, mate. I'm going to hang my head in shame for yeah. not believing Aww. you. <laughs> but what would you what would you have paid for an agency to oh, come up with a name like that? Huge. Yeah. Huge. Yes. Yeah. What gets oh, yeah. me, Millie, is I'm somebody who... I always think about, you know, the potter's wheel where it's all a bit wobbly and, yeah. and, and it becomes a vase or whatever you want to make it. Yeah. I'm, I'm no good at the mushy stage where you've got to make it into a semi-shape. I come okay. in when it's a shape and I go, 
well, why don't you put two handles on? Why don't you put design on? Why don't we make it like this and we could sell it here? Yeah. So I'm yeah. always so impressed by people who um, can come up with the concept, which I can't, mm -hmm. and, <laughs> and, and then get it to the stage where, you know, a magazine, your magazine is, I think, 280 odd pages. Yes. And and I'm and I'm always pages. I just my, my brain How many? 282. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> my brain can't compute with with actually thinking well I'll start a magazine. <laughs> but where do you go Your from Your magazine there? would be two pages. Where do you go from there? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, how, I mean it's, How do you do it's that? All, it's all the um I mean obviously I design every single page apart from the um advertisers um they uh, get all the PDFs and everything for that. Um but I think you know that's the, like that's the norm to have that many pages. I think um But did the first L one have that? Is 279 page no 280 pages on L. Yeah. So we're about you know we're about the same. But did the first um, edition have 280 pages? No, I think the first edition probably had about 100. And luckily I got, I knew a few people that I could interview. And it, it was actually mostly interviews on there and people that were giving me free advertising for their new and up and coming brands. So, um, yeah, so luckily I knew quite a few people that could um, help me out in the first year or so, which is quite handy. <laughs> so just to build it up and um, get the memento going. And do you still get hold of this thing and design it yourself? Or have you now yeah. got a team of designers? No, I do, I do it all myself from scratch, wow. from all blank pages. Um, that's why it probably takes me about three weeks to design and put in all the pages. Everyone sends me the content. And, um, yeah, I just um, spend probably about, I don't know, 12 hours a day putting it in seven I, days a week. I can see it now, great mate. It, it needs a CEO um, huddle 2.0 article, doesn't it? That's what it needs. It needs a feature. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it does. I wonder whether... space. Do you think we could... Um, do you think we could do a like a, like a set, a, a piece on the CEO huddle where we're, we're designed... We're, Clothed by designers, and we could now. There's an idea. We could get jewelry. We could get Richard Meal to to kind of um, put the watches <laughs> on us. And see, she's got commercial head on straight away. She's talking <laughs> sponsorship <laughs> already. Yeah, yeah, yes. We could do that. Yeah, get get Rolls Royce in there somewhere. Yeah, so. we could do that. Sure. It'd have to be a Where toy one the size of this studio. We could do. A, we could do a proper. We, do you call it a shoot? We could do a shoot. Could do a we? shoot. Yeah. Well, we've got the lights next door. We've got the TV studio next door, so we can bring the oh. lights in. Yeah. Yeah, Fantastic. we can do a shoot, mate. We need some makeup. Yeah. <laughs> I need to go on a diet and get some makeup. Well, we've you got the fine. whole. We've got the whole team to to you know do that. So, <laughs> photographer, makeup artist, stylist. And um, yeah, I've got the whole team. So how does that work, Millie? How did you go from because <coughs> you make it Me? sound you make, <laughs> you make it sound too simple, really? To yeah, you know, you want a magazine. You've got a fantastic name. Um, you you know what you want to put in there, but then how do you get the shoots? Who you, you just said about makeup, and you, you, you obviously in order to do a fashion piece, I guess you need the fashion, the brand. Yeah. How do you pull all that together? So luckily I have got a business partner who I bought on board um, two years ago, Marcella Martinelli, 
and um, she's absolutely amazing. She is just she's brought the magazine to life and brought it to the forefront. And um, I couldn't do do this without her. So she's absolutely amazing. But she has worked in the industry for over twenty five years. Um, magazine stylist in the fashion industry. Um, so she had all the contacts, which wow. is really handy. Mm. <laughs> Always useful. And that's yeah. interesting too, because I always think um, if you look at uh, people, you know, Jobs or Warren Buffett, I think of the name, there's always somebody else. Yeah. And Marcella yeah. comes along and kind of adds the bit that you probably didn't do or, or added to it. And it's the same as my great mate. You know, I was doing my, my, my little thing with my Zoom at home and... Here he is, uh, uh, an esteemed broadcaster who takes me on to the next level. And it just feels better, doesn't it? Having, you know, I always thought the Lone Ranger, even the Lone Ranger had Tonto. He did. I'm not sure. Am I Tonto? <laughs> well, let's, am I the horse? Let's modernise a little bit. Mate. Silver. What was the horse called? Silver. It was called, it was silver because it was High Horse Silver was the shout, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. High Horse Silver. I think remember when... that. High or silver lining. Who, who I'm sure that? My age, I, I remember that. I don't remember that. Yeah, you don't remember the Lone Ranger, Millie? No. Really? Do, no. You, do you remember the song that was brought out about the Lone Ranger with that big long New Zealand place name in the middle of the song? No. No. <laughs> I don't. You don't remember it? No. Do you remember the theme music? Was that was that the Lone Ranger? I don't know what that was, mate. I think that was I think that was Deliverance. I'm sorry, I can't identify with what's just come out of your mouth. Dueling, <laughs> dueling banjos. Mm. Yeah. But I think that. when you've got someone else on board to, you know, to you just go, you go with the flow. You, um, you just work better, especially when they're just as passionate about, um, you know, what you're doing. Yeah. So it's just, um, and I'm sure you're both passionate about what you both do. No, you, you, just, you're dead right. It works better. Yeah, it does. It does, and. Where I remember somebody once telling me, if you're gonna if you're gonna grow your business, always employ somebody who's better at that particular task than you are. Yeah. There's no there's no there's no point being being afraid of somebody making you look inferior or taking control or because what's the point of hiring them? Because you're not going to move on. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I do that with the broadcaster. I've got a TV production company, Millie, and we we have contracts in Asia for um, motor racing. So we go to Formula One circuits and put cameras in and satellite trucks and Fantastic. commentators and all that sort of stuff, take presenters in there. And yeah. half of those jobs I could do myself, but I don't because yeah. you can't do everything and there's always people out there who are better at certain particular tasks than you are. Definitely. Yeah. And that's what adds yeah. value yeah. to, to whatever your, whatever it your does. product is. It does. There's a, I, always, I always go on about Springsteen in, in Here we go. most cases. But it's just a wonderful, I think it's a wonderful <laughs> example of so many things. How's the new album? Incredible! It's Go still ahead. on. It's still on my uh, Spotify uh, for my dog walk twice a day. <laughs> but there's a there's a piece. Um, it's wonderful documentary that he's, he made for the new album, and there's so many bits in there that you can take out and put it into different aspects of life and business. And um, there's there's a bit where the guys say some of the some the greatest songs you've written, and he says. I only write them because of your inspiration because you're going to play them. I thought that's, that's, that kind of sums it up, really, about mm. this team ethic that, mm. that he, he writes amazing music 
only because he knows his band they're going to play it. Yeah, and and I, I think teams and and having people around is just makes it better, doesn't it? Mm. It does. It helps you evolve. It's the CEO Huddle, brought to you by Millionaire.Live. Grit Backstories with two grit mates, Peter and Dave, on the CEO Huddle. You don't really spend time doing uh, one magazine. I do too. With the time you've got on your hands, you've got another magazine as well. Yes, I've got a magazine called Frank and... um, my business partner in that is Melanie Sykes. Um, and yeah, that's been going on coming up to two years now. And, and that's, you know, global as well and doing really, really well. So we just, we, it's not as big as Millionaire, probably about 180 to 200 pages. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a really great magazine. So really Con- proud of that one as well. Content wise, Millie, how does it differ? So the content for that is um, it, it's um, for women over 40 um, that talk about women's issues. All right, okay. And talk about, them, talk about them frank so there's no fluffiness, no pink <laughs> stuff, no, you know, all that fluffy stuff. It's just real and proper. <laughs> So yeah, it's, it's it's done really well, and it's yeah we've, we've had some really good great interviews in there as well, really great content, and it's if you're a woman over forty, <laughs> it's definitely worth a read because we've got I, some okay amazing tips. I, I'm a woman. I'm a woman over forty. How do I get hold of Frank? Uh, again, that's uh, same as millionaires on issue, I double S W, and. Um, uh, yeah, so it's just Frank. Okay, wonderful. On issue, so it's really good. I love it. Mm, so we're just in the middle of doing that one now. And and Dave and I are quite open to doing a photo shoot for Frank. As well. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's going to wear the dress, great mate? W- women over forty might might find that inspiring. I'll, you know, I'll hide behind you. Yeah. Now, Millie, I've got to ask you. <laughs> um, you you went to Venice with Melanie Sachs. I did, yeah. And and there was Great there was something there was a few things in the in the tabloids about that trip. Okay. Um, Are you digging a hole here, great <laughs> mate? <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, that, uh, regarding Melanie and, and a gondola man. Yes. But I didn't yes. see you in any of the photos. Where were you? Um, I I mean I did get in the papers. Um, did you? I mean, because it was so cold over there the day. That they they took my photo, our photo. I was wearing my bobble hat. I was wearing a big um, black coat, long full length coat with my hood up, and I had my mask on. So luckily, <laughs> oh, you that was see you. Me. Yeah, <laughs> I did yeah. see you. We thought yeah. that was an extra. <laughs> no, so yeah, I'm glad they took my picture then because I just, I, you know, who knows what bad angle they could have caught me at so <laughs> yeah. i was happy so um but yeah no it's beautiful uh, venice is absolutely beautiful and melanie's back over there now she's um, doing another interview with um with someone that's going to be in our magazine this month all oh, right cool and, no um, exclusives for the huddle no gossip uh, no. come on come on millie no, no exclusives for the huddle oh, no. i mean it's all in the paper 
it's all in the papers now. So if you just Google, then you'll, you'll be able to well, see you it. Could, if it's so. in the paper, you can tell us who it is, can't you? Uh, yeah, I mean, it works. Oh, for the interview, you yeah. mean? Yeah. Oh, I don't know, actually. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> I can't remember his name, <laughs> sorry. But he's, yeah, he's, he's a really well-known um, uh, food writer. Okay, yeah. well, we can, that's, um, we can we can pick a few names. By the way, at yeah. the moment, I'm watching... <laughs> Have you watched My Kitchen Rules, um, Australia version? Yes. No. I'm watching The Rivals at the moment. Is it? All oh, right, okay. Which is which is so good. So it's two teams. Two, no, the two houses. Is, is this a version of MKR? When you say The Rivals, is it a rival to MKR? No, it, it is a version of MKR. And you still have the same two guys. Uh, so there's Colin, the Irish chef. Yeah. Who, who's really great. Oh, well, he, he, was, he was a bit of an extra when I was watching it. Oh, well, he's... Because he's, it, was, it was the guy who went under the paleo thing. Uh, Manu. No, Manu was the... Uh, I, I like juice. Yeah. Ma- where, is, you, where is the sauce? Have you watched this, Millie? Mm. Um, do you know what? I don't actually have time to watch telly. Oh, Millie. Okay, well, tell you just yeah, just <laughs> watch MKR. You'll be fine. So, okay. Uh, so there's a there's a French guy, Manu. Manu, who, yeah. Who talks like what do you, the, the, as you said, the sauce is prepared. Is this us? This us. And then there's a there's a host, Pete. Pete, who's kind of good looking guy. Isn't that it? was that was Mr. Pelio. Okay. Pete. Yeah. So he's a smooth, yeah, yeah, uh, independent guy, isn't he? And then there's a, there's an Irish. Guy, Colin, yeah, uh, somebody or other. It was a character. He's a little bit off the wall, isn't he? Yeah, he's, yeah. he's a bit crazy. So Manu and the Irish guy have got a team each of five couples, not necessarily couples, but people, two competitors. People. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and then the the houses compete against each other. Uh, one, one couple a week makes a dish, and then there's scoring, which becomes strategic. Yeah. And then it's all kicking off because one of the guys has been with one of the other house girls and then another girl, and so it's all kicked off. And it's great fun. It's great fun. But I find things like that relaxing. I can't watch the, I can't watch um, Dragon's Den, Apprentice, anything like that. I watch Dragon's Den. Do you? I can't watch Apprentice. No. Uh, d- d- anything like that. Just I-, I just want to just chill out. There is one thing that's really gripped me this week, and I've watched all six episodes, um, binge watching, and that's the Queen's Gambit. Queen Queen's Gambit. Oh, I've chess. heard of that on Netflix. Yeah, it's is number it on one Netflix? in the UK at the moment on Netflix. Is it good? Because I don't it's like chess. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. But is it all about chess? It's all about chess, but the <laughs> the backstory is it's a young girl who's an orphan. She was orphaned. Mm. Um, sent to an orphanage and befriended the janitor who taught her as an eight-year-old to play chess. And mm-hmm. she she became, I mean, she became brilliant. She, world number one. Uh, I'm sure there's some sort of a true story in there somewhere, but, you know, it'll be nothing like the real story. And it's her journey from being this six, eight-year-old orphan, learning to play chess, finding out she's brilliant at it, and then... The way she then comes through life to eventually going to Russia and beating the Grand Master mm. and the world number one. Fantastic. Really well done. Well, I'll put it on okay. my list. Get it on. Get it on. And Millie, next time you're on air, just yes. just just Millie on air. Just get it <laughs> just get it on your iPad. Watch it. It's brilliant. Yeah, I will, definitely. I've got it all ready. I've got Netflix on my phone, on my laptop, and on my iPads. 
Mm, it's good chill time. So every now and again, mm. I do have a little um, watch of Netflix, which yeah. I really love. Well, thankfully, it's only a short series because once you watch one, you want to see two, you then want to see three. Oh, really? You know? And I think okay. it's, there's five or six. I can't remember exactly whether it's five or six, but yeah, short series worth watching. Tip for the week. That's it. Now, Millie, as, as you know, we've been having a little, because I'm, you kindly um, interviewed me to, to, for the motoring editor position. You yes. were interviewed. And I came through the, the shortlist. The grilling. Top um, score. Three, top score. <laughs> three. And this isn't a fluke. So uh, from being a young kid, I've always loved cars. So I used to, I used to go to my granddad's when, when uh, in school holidays. That was my fun. I used to walk to my granddad's. Um, and uh, I used to take my cars in a little bag. And he had a rug round Millie's face. No, no. Sorry for She's me. owing. And, um, <laughs> and uh, he had a rug uh, in front of the fire. So I used to make the, the circumference of the rug, the road. And I used to take my cars and play with them. Um, I mean, I was 18, but. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> and um, I mean, it was quite tough, really, because uh, my. My mum used to get all my clothes from the army and navy stores, and I used to have to go to school dressed as a Gurkha, <laughs> which wasn't the worst thing because you Sorry, know my, my dad came to a parents' evening dressed as a Japanese admiral, hey! <laughs> and um, so anyway, so I've always loved cars throughout throughout my life, yeah. and um, so I'm Me qualified too. to be the motoring editor, and we did a wonderful piece, didn't we? Millie, that on the Aston Martin really, DBX, it was beautiful. Page two hundred and fifty-two. If you're interested in this, this yeah. Issue. Did it, we see you on uh, in the magazine, Great Did you get your photograph? In? I did, indeed. In the car? Uh, not in the car, because <sighs> <laughs> there was one of those moments where Marcella um, said, "Send me the pictures," right? <laughs> and I said, "Right, I've got here are the pictures of the car." And here's me. Would you, would you like a picture of me? <laughs> and she just put, no thanks. <laughs> Sorry. Slightly bruised, slightly bruised oh, ego there. Oh, dear. And I thought... No, we, we oh, don't normally put pictures of people in the magazine. I know, it's unless all right. I'm doing a feature on... All the contributors. So I know it's all um, right, Billy. I, yeah, I, I, sorry. I, so what I did was I, <laughs> he's, I, he's managed to get over it, Billy. Don't worry. It took a while, but he's managed to get over it. I've got several Good. of the pictures in my in my study, um, so I framed them and things like that, so I can look at many time. But anyway, so <laughs> I I was obviously qualified for the motoring editor position. Oh, here we go. But my great mate here, Billy, yes. then then pitched in <laughs> and, and and said that there should be a travel editor. Yeah. For the magazine. So yeah. I don't know whether you want to interview him on air. Or on... So do I have to give my Japanese sniper story <laughs> to qualify? Yes. yes. So have you got a similar story about travel to my cars around my grandfather's house? I do, actually. I do. Um, ever since I was about six or seven, I used to spend my time really sadly on a council estate, in a council estate house in Middlesbrough with a map or an atlas on the floor. And... I very quickly became a boffin on geography and travel. And by the age of 12 years old, you know, I'm a mad Middlesbrough fan, great mate, don't you? Middlesbrough's in the northeast. It's in the northeast. And and, and for my sins and sadness, I'm I'm a Middlesbrough football club supporter. Um, My mum was a mad 
avid Middlesbrough fan. That's where I got it from. And from the age of 14, she'd travel the country following the team all around the country. Um, and she got me robbed in at the age of 12 to join the Middlesbrough Supporters Club. And I would navigate the coaches to whichever football ground they needed to go to. They didn't even need a map. I used to tell them, left here, right here, down the M1 here. So, so travel, the... travel, mate, has been a major part of my life. Well, that sounds more like a bus conductor. <laughs> but she doesn't sell tickets out of a machine, does she? No, but when you say you navigated the... the what were you doing? Sat, did you sit at the front of the coach telling the driver? Yep. Which, really? Yep. And the not... local newspaper sent a That's snapper perfect. one day... Sent a snapper one day to get a photograph of this 12-year-old kid who was known to uh, navigate all around the country, the coach. So, you, so you're saying that the coach driver... Perfect. Here we go. ...didn't know his way to Nottingham? Forest. <laughs> or county. Which one's okay. which side of the river, great mate? Oh, there we go. Well, there we go. What about that, Millie? What, what, what do you think? Have you got a killer question? Yeah, I mean, do I really, question do, do I really need to go into local history? Very qualified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yes. so if you've got a shooting Nottingham... You've got a shooting Nottingham, you're fine. Um, how about me flying planes and the navigation of that? Does that, does that count for travel? Oh, here we go. Yeah, yes. You yeah, can, yeah, if yeah. You, well, I'm, um, a, I'm a private pilot license holder and I fly my own plane. Fantastic. Um, and what then else, just need someone to like go to different locations around the world, probably about once a month. Yeah, do that. Yeah. In May good. I'm gonna in May I'm gonna be in Malaysia. Sadly in June I'm gonna be in Malaysia. In August I'm going to be in Thailand in Ooh. September I will be in Japan. No, August Japan, it's the Olympics. It's the Olympics. So at the moment, I'm scheduled to be in Japan 7th and 8th of August, which is the last two days of the Olympics. So we're trying to move that one. Um, and then it's a couple of trips to China, great mate. So, sounds like a, a perfect fit here, Millie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anything in the Maldives or? Well, yeah. Start, we, you know, exotic yeah. places. Yeah, we, well, we can certainly uh, dip into the Maldives en route to Southeast Asia. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Fabulous. And, and on the way. I can do some car reviews. There you go. It's us. <laughs> because we have to travel together to do the huddle. Perfect. Yeah. I, I suppose that would be a bit like planes, trains and automobiles. It, it would. <laughs> <laughs> we should record I it. Don't, I, I don't recommend the trains in Thailand. Uh, I, I don't. No, no, I don't either. No. <laughs> It's the CEO Huddle, brought to you by Millionaire.Live. Spreadsheets, GDV, fast cars, or just great backstories. It's two great mates on the CEO Huddle. There's business in the Liberal. There's got to come a time when you can run. Have you seen um, the, road, the road trip with Steve Coogan? I've seen and, that, yeah. Oh, that is so it's good. It's good, isn't you, it? You have seen that, Millie. I haven't seen that, though. I don't have time. <laughs> so Rob Brydon, who, who does great impressions, doesn't he? Mm. Um, Steve Coogan, mm. similarly. And um, they get in a car and they go and maybe round the lakes and, and stop at hotels. Um, but it's so good. But what they do is they get to... They, they, one of them starts doing an impression and the other one starts to outdo them. And it's so funny. Sounds so. amazing. And I did a few impressions last week, didn't I? Of you ra- did, yeah. Radio DJs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Phil Freeman. And they do um, they do a great Sean Connery. So, uh, shaken, not stirred. Bless like, him. Bless like, him. My name's Bond. Oh, Jim, James good. Bond. Yeah, he was the best Bond. He was, actually. He was the best he was Bond. He was the best Bond. 100%. Yeah. So sad to lose him. Yeah. Oh, Roger Moore Definitely. was. Oh, my name's Bond. The eyebrow. Yeah, the eyebrow. 
Just raise that <laughs> eyebrow, great mate, and you'll look just like him. Which is the best impression? I'll do Sean Connery first, then Roger Moore. Okay. My name is Bond, James Bond, shaken not stirred. That was that was Sean Connery in case you didn't I was going to ask which one. All oh, right, like come it. on. Roger Moore was, oh, my name's Bond, uh, James Bond. You sound like a bus conductor from Leeds. <laughs> no. I'm not sure about the second one, but the first no. one was good. I did, the, I did Roger Moore better the first time, I think. Do you think so? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We should move on quickly. Yeah. I think so. And moving on. Yes. Indeed. So what's next then, Millie? What what what's your grand plan for um for your ventures? Oh gosh. Um yeah, we need to bring a few more people on board. Um so that's what we're gonna be looking into expanding next year. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, we've got a few things up our sleeve. <laughs> Top secret at the moment. Yeah. How how big can it be? Come on, you must have a vision. Uh... Do you know what? I don't think, I think it will still be uh, an independent magazine um, for now, I reckon for probably the next year or so. But we'll see, you know, just um, see who's looking. And, um, you know, there's a lot of people just just look from afar for, for a couple of years and just see how you're doing. So who knows? We'll just, um, just carry on. Yeah, I think you've done the, the hard bit. It's yeah. got to be establishing. Yeah, establishing. Um, get. Yes. I always think distribution is the is the one thing that people often miss out. Mm-hmm. But you've you've got a, a fabulous um, distribution for each issue. I think. Yeah. I think that's the. I, I always think the hardest bit is getting the the momentum going. Yeah, and we because we've been doing it for four years, and Martella came on board two years ago. Um, we had sort of like a, I wouldn't say head start, but we just, we started uh, building the views up really fast and the platform that we were on and now on a different platform, um, it sits on a platform viewed by about 5 million people around the world. So mm. it's, it's good because, you know, we just get a, so many hits every month. Um, yeah, keeps us going. <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah. And that's what we're going to do with the huddle, isn't it, great mate? It is. World domination. Bigger and better things than take over the world. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) Millionaire this week. Richard Branson next. Not till July. (laughs) Not till July. Yeah. Okay. We've got that. So Millie, who who would you who's your top three uh people to be in the magazine if you could have a wish list to do your interview Um, piece? So probably for millionaire. Um, Kamala Harris um, at the moment I think interesting yeah yeah so um, she'd be an amazing scoop to get on board to to interview Um, so we've put the feelers out for her so you never know Um, and that's is that that for Millionaire yeah that's for Millionaire and um Hopefully, Anthony Hopkins as well. So, um, we've asked the question. <laughs> um, and do you know what? I'd really, you know, I've been a huge fan of Richard Branson from when I was very young, and I always wanted to be an air hostess. So, um, I actually wrote to Virgin when I was 
um, yeah, when I was about 16, but I got rejected. Oh, no. <laughs> and um, I remember sending a, writing a letter to Richard Branson as well. I can't remember what it was about. And he actually wrote me a letter back. Mm. Um, I can't remember what it was about, but I lost the letter, but hey. Um, but anyway, I've just, you know, I'd love to interview him. He's, I've just been a huge fan of his for years. Mm. I've got a couple of Branson stories. You do indeed. I do have a couple of Branson stories. A similar one where I wrote to Richard Branson. This is a long time ago, Great Nick. This is when I was still engineering. And we were running a local hospital radio station. And uh, we had no records. Uh, we had no money, so we couldn't go out and buy them. And we had, there were records in those days, Millie. These are round things you used to put on a record player. And, yes. Um, yeah. Oh, you remember them? Good. And uh, I, I, I wrote to Richard Branson because he opened a Virgin Records store in Stockton on Tees, locally here in the Northeast. And I just said, this is who we are. We'd uh, love your help. We'd love some records. And I got a letter back from Branson himself saying, uh, the manager is give us his name, the number is this, give him a call. I've already authorised, you can have the top 40 as of this week and then Fantastic. every new issue every week following. Yeah. Wow, Fantastic. that's amazing. That's See, if you don't ask, you don't get. That's and it. I always ask, always. Up well. here in the northeast, there's a phrase, <laughs> shy burns get knee broth, which is exactly the same. If you don't ask, you don't get it. <laughs> yeah, so true. I live yeah. by that. Well, I think, I think we can make that happen, Millie. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be amazing. And and I've I've had a little bet with my great mate here that um, I can get Branson on here, Sir Richard rather, by July. Oh my goodness, that's amazing! Is this a real? Is this a, this is a real bet? Is it? And I've got to get Fern Tony Fernandez beforehand. Or <laughs> AirAsia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, the 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 bet isn't to because I can't do mine before July. All right. Okay. So if you do yours in March, I lose. It's it's whether <laughs> if you do yours, and I don't do mine by July, you've won. Mm. But 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 I can't do it before July. Mm. Um, no. So yes, it just reminded me though when Millie said that she wrote to to Virgin and didn't get a reply. That happened to me too. <laughs> Did it really? But it wasn't the company. Oh dear. Oh. Well. <laughs> Man. I think your impressions are better. It's got to be done. Yeah. It's got be, to be done, hasn't it? Yeah, being a, <laughs> being an impressionist, mate. Not not a comedian. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Stick okay. to your day job. Indeed, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Fabulous. So, you haven't asked the so, question yet. Every guest you get on, you ask the question. What's Dinner the question? table, four guests. Yeah, well... Yeah, you've asked it in a roundabout way, I suppose. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's do that, Millie. Let's do your your dream oh. your dream dinner. Because it, yeah. I find this you changes. Um, you did. I mean, you did ask me this before, and I can't remember who it oh. was. <laughs> yeah, it changes, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, let's do. It what does. would what would today's dinner table be? Um. <laughs> well, because um, I'm a huge um, Hollywood movie fan, it definitely. Again, I've never mentioned him before, but it'd be Anthony Hopkins, um, Tom Cruise, which I'm a huge fan of as well. Um, Jack Canfield, this is probably exactly what I said before. Jack Canfield yeah. and, um, yeah, Richard Branson. Oh. All male table. And all, all male, male All males, yeah. Yes. <laughs> no doubt you'll have a, 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 tape record, a tape recorder. That's how old I am. You'll have a, some sort of recording device secreted amongst mm. them so you can get interviews out of them for your magazine. Yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Good, girl. Good girl. Yeah. we like that. Yeah. That's so you'd great. enjoy that, Millie. You you wouldn't. Do you like do you 
do you like um, male company or or female um, company? Where are you going with this, great mate? No, I'm just I, wondering that, that... I love them. <clears throat> female company, um, especially when they're on the same wavelength as me, as in they have the same um, uh, mental attitude. Because <laughs> a lot of my girly friends, um, they, we just have so much fun, we can't stop laughing. So... Yeah, that so I, you know, I love um, being amongst um, women who just laugh all the time, not mm. not the hysterical laughing, but <laughs> just when you you know you have fun and you just giggle and stuff like that. Yeah. I love all that. But that but your um, table is full of men. How would you? Uh, would well, you... with male company, I mean, I think I grew up with three older brothers, and like you were saying, I was the one with. You know, we were playing cars on the on the rug, and I was playing with action men. So um, I do tend to get on with men more than women. Um, again, as long as they're you know like positive people, yeah. um, you know, some decent people to speak to, and that, that you can have a really good conversation with. Mm. So yeah, yeah. I, I find. I've got two daughters, and and I find, I find daughters more interesting than 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 boys. Generally, yeah. mm-hmm. I think you know their 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 fashion, their the way they think. That I think I think they're more outgoing. Gen just, just a generalization, but you know I think boys at, at twelve to sixteen they walk around looking at their feet. Girls look you in the eye. Um, so true. <laughs> I've become a girl fan since I had daughters. What about, yes. what about you, great mate? What do you think about this? I've got to be careful because I've got one of each. <laughs> yeah, but no, they're different, I, aren't no, they? I, they are different. I'm very comfortable in female company. Yeah, very comfortable, and it takes me back to the old Metro Radio Group days when I was sponsorship and promotions manager, and I was locked on the sales floor with with a dozen girls probably more actually when you take the the sales support team into account and mm. I, I felt very comfortable in that environment um so much so so they used to you know some of the girls used to come up and I could mention some names that you'll know great mate because mm. you were at Comcast NTL at that point Indeed. spending money with the radio stations I was. um and they'd come up and show me what they'd just bought and say hey Dave do you think I'll have to like this you know and they'd be holding things up and uh, yeah really comfortable in female <laughs> company yeah. more so than guys actually yeah I, I like female company. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. And it's good. I also like strong females. And um, I met Millie uh, a while back when we were allowed to go out. And oh, yeah, lo- before the lockdown. I loved, <laughs> I loved the thing you said, Millie, about block and delete. Yes. J- just, 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 ex- just, yeah. just tell that. So- when I've had plenty of um, crazy negative nincompoops in my life over the years and um when they start to give me hassle i just get my phone and i just block and delete them and that's it i move on done and dusted i could learn easy peasy i i thought that because it was a piece of advice that millie gave yeah and um and i thought that's to be done that's it it's done isn't it it Mm. just felt so Move so, on. So clear that, you know, yeah. if you cross the line, you're gone. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think it's quite a good message, particularly 
I think for young people today growing up, there's a lot of, you know, they get judged online and they seek approval. Yeah. Most of it's, you know, I would say to mine, if they're having problems, they go, look, who you know today at 16, you're not going to know them at 23. Mm. Unless you choose to. But I I like that. Um, If it doesn't work, block and delete. Yeah, move yeah. on. I might adopt that. I'm a bit, I'm a bit Next. of a sensitive, softy type. So it's like, oh well, what will that person think of me if I block them and delete them? But, but oh, you, you, forget about you that. Never, yeah, you, <laughs> you never jump that hurdle and move away, do you? No. Move on to the next yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. And that's similar to I like this thing. I think Canfield talks about this. This circle of five. That you are the sum of the five yes. people you're closest to you. Mm. And. Um, that's quite interesting too to write the, the five people who are, you spend most of your time with and see whether that fits with what your your overall mission is. Yeah, definitely. And if it doesn't change them, mm. could well do. Could well do. It's the best way to live. <laughs> Bless you, Millie. Bless you. Yes, so good. Thanks for joining <laughs> us today. Enjoyed the chat. Oh, thank you, know, you for inviting me good. again. It's good to talk finally. It is very good to talk, definitely. See, you survived, Still. great mate. You haven't been brutally axed. It was not going to happen <laughs> ever. No, no, I wouldn't no. do that. To you. Look, we're a threesome now. Yes. Yes. And we're we've a three-legged stool. So, so is this the huddle three point zero now? Three point zero. And we've got a great soundbite where, when we talk about our sponsor. We can use Millie's voice, not mine. Well, we can do it again. Uh, of course, still. it is the CEO huddle two point zero. Brought to you by. Millionaire magazine. Well, hey, and also <laughs> millionaire.live. You got it. Brilliant. I'm, Love just, it. I'm just so disappointed that Lulu didn't come back into the equation. I know, I've had to shut the door. She's just barking. Like I think crazy. Lulu's savaged the DPD man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're both waiting for deliveries. I think mine's mm. been dropped into the reception, mate. Is it? Yeah. yeah, I think so. I heard a noise. Millie, thanks for <laughs> thanks for the time with us today. Oh, Enjoyed thank it. you. Lovely to see um, and I, speak to you both again. Absolutely, and I look forward to that first email saying, "We want a travel piece." <laughs> You're in. Hey, <laughs> don't be don't be cutting down my pages, Millie. I will. I promise. Good. Thanks, Millie. I promise. Appreciate it. Right, lovely to see you. Take care. And you cheers. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, that was the CEO Huddle Two Point Zero. With Millionaire. Great. Loved it. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, hang on a second. There you go. You've got, you're back on again. Sorry. <laughs> Cheers, Millie. <laughs> See you. Bye. Bye. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Right, gone. Two, 2.0. Great, mate. Done. Dusted. Uh, what we got to come? We've we've got a, we've got all sorts to do. We've got we've got quite a lot to do. We've got Andy Salvatore too, but a very busy time for at the moment. Yeah, raising a lot a lot of money for for kids. And we can do something about that. We can too, can't we, we can help. Yeah, we can put that out there. Um, and then we've got a few interesting people lined up over the next few weeks, and we're going to try and get the likes of Richard Branson. So I'll hold you to that then, mate. July next year. And when do we start to? put this on vision because we've got our, our great new sign yeah it's arrived today in the corner it is it's sitting there looking proud um i reckon uh within the next week or two we'll be on uh, we'll be on camera amazing yeah amazing catch joe rogan watch out indeed great mate catch you next week bye for now great backstories with two great mates peter and dave on the ceo huddle there is a sin of that barrel
says, gotta come. 